get ready for another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. I'm with my uh, co-coach in crime. Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> I like that. I've never heard it quite like that before. And now that I hear it, I really like it. It sounds good with uh, Alyssa Jason joining me today. How are you, girl? I am doing well. I am doing well. And you, welcome back. Thank you. Yes. You've been on a big adventure. Yes, the wedding was was great. We truly missed you. Um, it was it was fantastic. I could I cannot say enough good things about that week. Just everybody, you know, jived together. Everybody got along. That's always the best thing, right? When people get along, because you have people coming from some of my friends from different states. You know, meeting my New York friends. So it was really cool. I, I love knowing that, and you know, I my heart was fully, fully there. And I just can't wait for all the pictures now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. I have to say the only thing I was missing was my father because he had passed away. Um, but other than that, you know, every we, we got lucky. There was rain for right before the ceremony was going to happen. But the wedding planner was kind enough to let us push the wedding by a half hour because the ceremony was going to be really quick. And, uh -huh. and then it was like the Jamaican sun came out. And we were Perfect. able to do the reception. Everything else was really nice. So, yeah. And good to get out Perfect. of town, especially in March in New York. With good call. The, the crappy weather. Yeah. What's new for you? What do you? I know you're doing a lot of coaching and stuff. What's going on? Yeah, I, I have been busy with coaching, which has been really enjoyable. Because um, you I had several know. people I, when I was gone. Yeah, I, I'm really enjoying um, where this is leading and how my worlds are like you know how everything i've done and everything i've experienced and i'm really getting to apply it specifically into vo mm, mm -hmm. um it's all coming together it's all coming together and to be able to afford new tools um mm. and make things click and have like aha moments um has been really really enjoyable for me so That's things exciting. are good things are good yeah, the feedback that, you know, the students will let me know and go, oh, my God, I love my lesson with Alyssa. And, um, yeah. you know, they book again with you, which is the ultimate sign that they're enjoying the lessons. It's been it's been fun. It's been fun. It really has been. And I, and I learn, you know, I get inspired. Right. And then it makes me like put more and more things together so I can bring other things to the table and other, you know, skill sets that I might not have applied to VO. Mm hmm. But I'm seeing where things are stuck in in work and like, oh, man, I have a tool for that, you know, so That's cool. it's been cool. You're learning along the way. I love that. I'm always a student, perpetual student. Mm -hmm. If I'm ever not a student, that means I can do my grand swan dive exit. It's <laughs> like, you know, there's no point. There's no point if I'm not still student on this earth. I know we constantly are learning. It never ends. Uh, no Shouldn't. matter what, no matter what you're doing in your life, too, it doesn't have to be the performing arts or or voice acting or acting in general. All too. things, life in general. What do you think is the greatest challenge that you've come across with students, like that they've had to face? Is there something that's kind of common, or are you seeing a lot of something? Or it's twofold. It's twofold. There's, I mean, the most common one, and it, I think it's the common one for all of us, is our own damn heads. Mm-hmm. 
that want to tell us a story about ourselves or want to tell us a story about the copy or want to tell us that it our heads know better what the client wants than ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that um, that voice is the number one negative aspect of this whole thing for people. It's learning how to get that voice to just chill out. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's just the general overarching. Mm -hmm. um, and then really, I think it's an understanding of the industry itself that is a challenge because it is a complex industry. And it uh, there's so many different avenues and veins, you know, and I think having an understanding of that or or not understanding it might limit people or make people bite off more than they can chew. Right. Right. It goes it goes one of two ways. Mm hmm. It makes sense. I mean, people walk into it, you know, unsure and probably having watched a lot of YouTube videos and listened to other podcasts and gained worlds and worlds of information that sometimes I feel can be a little too much. Because uh, then there's a lot of confusion because you have a lot of different perspectives on how to go about things with the business, how to act, how to perform. Um, and it's like you got to pick one route and just stick with it for a while and see if it yeah. fits. You know, a absolutely. I, like, absolutely. It's like it's not one of those things where you could take 100 darts and throw them all and see which one that sticks like you can apply that formula to this career choice right it, it's really finding your dart your target mm -hmm. and like doing everything possible to get those two things to align and in this search for who we are as uh, voice actors you know it doesn't come easily I had a student here well you know Miles was here earlier today and, you know, he's about to start working on his website. And, okay. you know, he had taken a couple of really cool pictures. I think his granddaughter took some pictures of him. And it was like against a white background. And I mentioned to him, I go, you know, your website really needs to reflect. What does your voice sound like? And so we re-listened re 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 to his demo. And, yeah. you know, he has these wonderful deep tones. So there is that gravitas, that that warmth, that trustworthiness. And I said, you've got to incorporate some colors that, you know, are in alignment with that uh, because sure. of how. But it was such we talked for like an hour because to, 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 to understand it, he didn't even understand where he fit. Yeah. And after and he has such a distinctive voice. It's so distinct. That's why I'm surprised that he, that. Right. He, you know, um, it is such a distinct, rich, white, navy blue Mm -hmm. You know, it's a navy blue brown. Yes. You know, rich velvety colors kind of a voice. Yeah. And it's like he looked at me in shock, like, really? And I'm like, yeah, let's listen to your demo again. And then it was almost like he couldn't believe what he was hearing. I'm like, that's you, dude. <laughs> that's yeah, all the exactly. <laughs> that's all the work you put into it. And it turned into a beautiful demo. But I was saying to him, you know, it takes a long time to figure out for a lot of us. But him, he's kind of like niche. Because yeah. his read is so, so specific. And, yeah. But even still with that niche read, he still didn't understand where he fit. Yeah, it's a, it's a, probably the hardest part of the process. 
Yeah. It's probably the one of the one of the hardest part of the processes is really getting comfortable with knowing who you are, what's your lane and what that looks and sounds like. Um and I love I love it when somebody comes in knowing that. Mhm. And then wants to go deeper and deeper into who they are. It gets really fun. Mm, interesting. Like it does. It does get fun. And that doesn't mean you don't have range. Like we're not saying that means you have no range or no variety. Of course you have range and variety. But it's being able then to take what's you and just expand it to fit in what's being called for, you know? That's so that's tough work. Super tough. <laughs> So do you throw various types of scripts? Because I know I go the commercial route and stick with commercial scripts, but do you change it up with other things? Mostly, I mean, I'm mostly doing commercial scripts. I like to throw in some, you know, explainer stuff, some corporate stuff. I like to throw in corporate stuff because I think it's a good introductory market. Mm, interesting. Where you're not, you don't necessarily have to be worried about things like unions and, and all, all of the different things. They're not typically going through agencies. Right. Um, it's a market where you can make connections directly to those who are creating the spots. Mm -hmm. So I do like to incorporate corporate work whenever I come across it and whenever I can, because it's, it's a good introductory market. I do the same for on-camera work. You know, when I'm training actors on camera, um, I'm always encouraging developing relationships to corporate media productions, much like digital waterworks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of that hiring happens in-house. And that's helping to deal with the business end of what we do. The realities of who's doing the casting. In exactly. everybody, everybody knows about, oh, an agent, a casting director and all that. But it's like that is such a small part of... <laughs> casting for voiceover that so is small. I mean when something I mean your experience more than anybody's Linda like when something's a national of course everybody wants to have their eye on a national spot right right there's like three layers in front of that before the actual client hears it mm -hmm. right before right. that audition even gets to the decision makers it has like two to three layers of decision makers in front of it. Yes. So many decision makers. Right. And I mean, of course, everybody has their their eye on that paycheck and it's a wonderful place to work your way into. But before that, there's like 10 veins that you could be going in. Right. So many opportunities as well to so research. Many. My audition for Disney Junior was a six week long process. Serious. Started wow. with an agent bringing me the audition, read for it. And then it was reading again, and then reading again, and reading again, it was like several callbacks, um, as they were narrowing down their pool of people till you finally got and then and I got to the point where I was like, I'm not even gonna think yeah. about it anymore. Because who the heck knows what's gonna happen. Um, but there were just so many people involved. You know, because it's an important thing. You're becoming the voice of something, too. So so it really does. Exactly. But, like, tell people, like, they come in and they're like, do we need to worry about getting an agent? And I'm like, let's backtrack. <laughs> okay. 
that truck up, Back okay? Up. Because an agent is not what you should be thinking about when you're starting out in this business. And you don't need an agent, you know? It's it's going to be your hard work and, and everything else that goes before it. Um, before you're re- even ready to have an agent, an agent needs to want to represent you in the first place. What have are they? What are you going to give them? Exactly, and the and the thing about you know any kind of agent is like you really want to be at the point where you're you're you know an agent, a manager, whatever. They take a percentage of of you know yeah. the money that you're right. making, right? You want to be at a point where you're using their, what it is that they do, which is negotiate on your behalf. Mm -hmm. Like you want the value in that. Mm -hmm. You want, you don't, you don't want to be paying an agent on $200. Right. (laughs) For something that's like super clean, you know, it was just like, all you had to do is, was, you know, book the job Mm -hmm. and it's a direct booking. You don't want to have an agent in front of you now that's going to be like, well, I'm your agent. Mm Mm-hmm. And and I, I need my 20% of your $200. And then sometimes the agent gets in the way and then the client doesn't want to deal with an agent. Oh, I've had that big time. <laughs> right? Now, luckily, not for myself, but um, in, in casting where we where I've been like, I just I'm not dealing with this agent. I, they're too pushy. And unfortunately, this actor is going to lose the job. Wow. All because of the agent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why you don't have to rush out and get an agent. And think about that as your goal, especially in this day and age. Forget it. Yeah. With all the jobs being out there back in the old days, yes, that was like your entry into the better jobs. Yeah. But now, mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah, I, I totally agree. I always recommend where someone's getting, you know, they have their demo together and, and they want to start getting outside of, of course, all of the sites that we talk about Um voices and all the things that we talk about but like where's a good starting point do research within um i don't even know like even start at a 50 mile radius from where you live Mm -hmm. and like get your production companies get their names get an email address make some phone calls and you know we don't even need to do hard mailings anymore right i mean we used to have to oh those days i remember like getting my list And like yes. getting all my envelopes. <laughs> I had postcards. You know, and like all my stamps. <laughs> and you would like sit home and make all your stuff. Um, but like that, we don't even have to do that anymore. No, I had postcards. It's an email and a link. Yeah, yeah. I do miss those days of sending postcards out though. <laughs> I did one time I did, I sent my postcards out and I it was something where I had booked something. So I wanted to send, you know, I'm sure you've done this where you're like, I'm, I booked this. Look for me on this when you're trying yeah. to like up yourself in the in the agency world or to the casting directors. Right. And like you would always try and find something cute <laughs> to send with the updated postcard. Right. Like how about a how about a cookie with my headshot <laughs> printed on it? <laughs> oh, that's going to make you get the job, the cookie with your headshot printed I on it. I used to do stupid stuff to try to get an agent. I didn't care. I was I was like, I'm putting blinders on. I'm going for it. Um, and I sent one. <laughs> one. I hadn't heard from this agent in a while. And I was like, I wasn't being sent out for anything. So I took a, a milk carton and I put my picture on the side of it. And I said, have you seen this talent? <laughs> and sent it to them. It definitely got a reaction. They were laughing. Yeah. But I tried all sorts of shit. I just, you know. It's, 
I, I was ready. Those were the days. I can I do have a soft nostalgia, like a, a oh. I know. <laughs> I know. There was an innocence to it. Like there was, there was like just an innocence to the trying, and like you really had to, in a way. What I'm thankful for about that period of time is like it wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You had to carve out that time, and you had to carve out that thought to to you know um market yourself and i think that people still should be carving out that time Mm -hmm. and that amount of thought versus just relying on on these sites that make it really easy to submit right exactly well you have to differentiate yourself somehow exactly i remember making cookies one year (laughs) this is really innocent i'm gonna make my agents and assistants cookies And so I made them cookies and I put them in these little plastic bowls and then I saran wrapped them or whatever I did. And I marched over into my agent's office and I remember them looking at me kind of like, oh, this is so sad. <laughs> like, <laughs> they felt bad for me. And then there was another time I was bringing a bunch of wine bottles and I had them like in a box and I, I was on Park Avenue and I tripped and <laughs> I fell on top of all the wine <laughs> bottles. Miraculously, nothing broke. Broke? Yeah, wow, good. I know. I know. Ah, good times. Good memories as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was a whole. Di- I mean, here's us us reminiscing, but um, it definitely was a, a different business, right? Uh, than it is now in so ma- in so many ways. Yes, exactly. We decided that we were going to try and simplify our lessons a bit. Because, um, you know, maybe some of you out there aren't ready to do coaching with us. We don't take offense. It's okay. You might not be ready for it or you might not even know if it's something you want to do. So we reduce down the online course to just be the online course. And you don't have the, uh, yeah, the pressure of having to be in front of somebody to get assessed. Now, you'll still be sending your little recorded assignments. But other than that, you know, visually, they won't be anything. So it's called Guru Fundamentals, and it's 199 bucks. You can do the online course. And for a limited time, you get uh, 30 days uh, access to the masterclass. And the masterclass has all the business side of what you need to learn. So, you know, if you're smart, you could do the course. And in 30 days, watch all the videos. There's like 13 of them. And learn everything. And then say... Bye, people. I'm going to go do my own thing. <laughs> right. Well, or where, yeah, wherever you go, wherever you go from there. That's that's amazing. I, I really like that offering just because I know for myself, whenever something is a completely new endeavor, mm-hmm. um, I'm private like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just private like that. And it, it doesn't mean it's not necessarily because of like fear. It's like I want to at least it's like even for something as benign as yoga. Yeah. You know, yoga is pr- like right. pretty benign. But like I remember wanting to do yoga and like wanting to be, oh, the person that has a mat and like walks in. <laughs> and all, blah, blah, blah. But like before I could even go to the in- beginner entry level class, yeah. I did like five, you know, I purchased like five online things to just make sure I knew the fundamentals. See? Yes. Because I needed to at least have a little bit of the language inside of yeah. me. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I'm just, I'm like that. So I think that, I think that's a really good offering. I think that's like, that's the one I would have started with. Oh, interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. But that's great to know too. Um, yeah, this way yeah. It, it can, it's a totally private thing and there's no rush too. Sometimes people will be like, when do I have to complete this by? And I'm like, there's no completion date. You know, it's go at your own pace and, and learn. But the other thing too, is if you do that course, then we will give you a 10% discount off of any coaching package. If you're like, Hey, I love this. And I want to get coaching. Um, Beautiful. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Just set that up last week too. I have an interesting question for you. Because you are the actor coming from the actor background. What is the difference between acting and voice acting? Because here's, I think I've mentioned this to you before, where I have students mm -hmm. that come in that are actors and they feel uncomfortable doing a commercial script because they feel like they're being fake. Mm -hmm. So is it just when you are becoming an actor and training for acting, is it more intimate in delivery? What's the difference? No, again, I think that's people getting up in here. Yeah. Like I think, so to me, it's like, um, okay. It's a difference of, it's a difference of, let's use the word lens, right? And that goes for any type of acting, meaning there are certain things you have to bring when a microphone's in front of you and you don't have the entire vessel of, of you know, it's not being translated through anything else but your voice, mm -hmm. okay? Now, the same goes for, um acting on camera mm -hmm. where it's like now yes you have the full vessel and there's going to be um environment and other things that help bring life to the performance right but again you're limited to this thing that is a camera gotcha to then go to the stage mm -hmm. which is an entirely now you've opened up full wide lens and you you need to bring something so big that it can be experienced Bye. without any specific focus. Oh, interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. right? The microphone gives a specific focus. The camera gives a specific focus. The stage is just you're out there. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like each one of those mediums, it's the same foundation. It's the same fundamental. Mm -hmm. It's just tweaking it to be able to put all the work inside this one instrument, my voice, and making sure that it's all there and able to come through and translate. Um, it's the same thing happens when people that are used to um, screen acting or on camera acting, and then they go to stage, they're like, oh, I just feel so, so big, so fake, so cheesy. Ah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. You always get the cheesy word <laughs> when actors are transitioning from from camera to, to stage. It feels so cheesy. It It's just because of this telling you something about it, yeah. truly, more than anything. Uh, the foundations are exactly the same. I would say it's a difference of nuance and technique. I was going to say it's really technique. It's really technique and it's not... It's letting go of the judgment. Right. It's, I mean, of course, there's a sales element to it. Voiceovers are used to sell things. Right. As opposed to on stage, you're 
performing, you're acting. Telling a story right. on screen, you're telling a story. But I mean, the same thing happens when when actors tell me, oh, I, I'm not, I don't really want to do commercial acting. Oh, really? You don't want to make $500,000 <laughs> and then continually get royalties for when you're, you know, like right. the Verizon guy, he's done for yeah, life. Yeah, doesn't have to do anything else. He doesn't have to do one thing for the rest of his life. Right. You know, so it's 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 taking all that stuff we put in front of things. That's interesting. Yeah, okay, so that makes sense. Um, I have a, a, a young lad who has been coming in lately for auditioning, and he's actually been on Broadway, and so he's a big Broadway kid. And it's interesting because, you know, we, we do have to work on technique because he's not used to using a microphone. So it has come down to that because performance-wise, he's great with his reads. Um, he's becoming better at giving different reads. That's been a challenge for him. It's almost like yeah. he knows what he can do and then just breaking out of it mm -hmm. and saying, try it a different way or try it with a different feel. Um, but the technique thing is the only thing he's really having the challenge with because then he had to sing something. And, of course, that was, like, fantastic. Um, but right. working with a mic was not because <laughs> I'm like, Devin, we got to turn it down a little bit. I need you to back up. I need you to turn your head, you know, those yeah. types of things. But the foundation of it, yeah, is there, that acting ability. Yeah, it's, it's the foundation. And then it's learning techniques. And it's also learning how to almost like bring it, if it's somebody who's who's bigger rather than smaller, mm -hmm. you know, where, where you're trying to reel something in. Um, it's like recognizing there are techniques and ways to get the full emotion, the full connection through without screaming. Right, right. <laughs> you can you can put all of that right and have this really intimate relationship with a microphone the same way, you know, um, for screen actors, you're really a lot of screen acting is so subtle. Mm hmm. It has to be because if I started acting a scene on camera <laughs> and, and like it would be bizarre, right? It would be really, really bizarre. I always notice when I'm watching so, movies, sometimes people are very close to each other. You know, a lot yeah. of times I guess they have to be close to each other. And I'm right. like, what about your breath? Do you have to? Must <laughs> do you have to make sure that you've always got breath mints on? They do, on, and they have people on set that are, make sure that there are mints available. Yeah, because you are, like, up close and personal. Personal. Yeah, I know. You really do. They, that is someone's job, the breath mint person. Yeah. <laughs> I should be thinking about, oh, my God, what a great performance. This is such a great part of the movie. Instead, I'm like, oh, I wonder if their breath smells. <laughs> <laughs> Silly stuff to worry about, I know. But, hey, it, it lightens the mood a, a bit, too. I, and I think also now that I'm 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 like my mind is continuing on your question. It's also comes down to understanding like the and you got and you teach it the fundamentals of copy. Right. And knowing how to break down copy. So that you you can really get into it you could see transitions you could see nuance you can humanize it right if you just view it as a car spot yeah it's of course it's gonna feel fake what you know what's in it you you're generalizing something and then assigning something very general general about a performance right but like when you really break it down 
and start to see there's a there's a problem there's an answer yeah. there you know like all of that it it then makes it something that you can actually sink your teeth into and you have to be um, able to understand what it is you're reading and it doesn't have to be like you need to know about gaskets on a carburetor but you need to understand the concept of what's happening um, and like I tell students, I say, you may not know anything about this product or service, but just look at the sentence structure. You have a subject, you have an action, you have an adjective, you have all of the same elements that would go into any type of dialogue. So how would you approach it? And it's like looking, they look at it and like, but but I don't know how to, you know, rewire a <laughs> a car. And I'm like, you don't need to know. <laughs> You know, that's not your job, right? It's to understand fully what it is you're reading and not understand it in the sense that you got to be an expert on it. But you need to understand how the, the script is being broken down. You've got to break it down. Absolutely. Yep. Miles was saying this morning, Absolutely. too, that, that I think that's what's holding him back is the copy comprehension thing. He doesn't feel secure in it. And he always he said to me, he goes, I know you always say the first line, and the last line are very important. And he says, but I'm concerned about the rest of it. But I, I assured him he's actually very good at just instinctually figuring out mm -hmm. things on his first couple of reads because he's been practicing for years. This is not someone who just walked into it. And he's been very right. dedicated to it. I applaud him for that. Um, so I said to him, look for auditions. Go with your instincts. Don't worry so much about it all. I want you to because I trust him with that. Yeah. I, I yeah. said, if you... If they love your voice and you've gotten the gist of what's happening, don't stop yourself from auditioning just because you're concerned and you don't understand fully copy comprehension. Right. Yeah, no, not definitely not a reason to not um, be out there, but definitely a hugely important tool. Yes. It's something that you work on. Mm -hmm. Oh, so yeah. It's, it's not something that happens in the moment. You know, it, it eventually happens in the moment. You know, it takes me much less time to comprehend a script now. But like, right. not only have I acted, not only have I been one that's writing the scripts, casting the scripts, producing the spots. So like, of course, I get the copy comprehension part, but that's how much time I had to put into it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you start to learn that there's a real, there's a template to most of these things somehow. Mm -hmm. There's, there's like a prescription, depending right. on what the, the goal <laughs> a formula. of the, mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's a formula, there's a prescription to it. And once you start to see it over and over and over again, you know what you need to bring to the table. Yeah, you recognize the elements quicker. Yeah. And, and faster too. I know. Copy comprehension winds up being probably... 75% of what I teach, you know, beyond, much more beyond than performance. Yeah. I mean, it's just because so many folks do not understand what it is they're reading. And that is so important. So learn your copy comprehension, folks. Something you got to focus on. Because if you don't understand what you're reading, you're not going to be able to make it real for the audience. Truth. I say to them, I go, do you believe you? Because I don't believe you. Right, exactly. <laughs> and they'll be like, <laughs> they're like, no, I don't believe me. I'm like, well, let's try it again. Exactly. <laughs> I need you to believe you. I had a student last week for an audition I had done earlier in the day. And I had her do the copy and she just could not get her head around how to read it. So I played her my audition. And then she did a beautiful take. 
because she's very good at mimicry. Yeah. And so she basically mimicked me. And I said, that's fine. So listen to commercials, watch TV. That's how I started. Right. I I paid attention. I had a good ear. She's got a good ear. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. No, there. that's a great way to start to develop the skill. Yeah. If it's that's just... how you learn, if you're an auditory learner and that brings, you know, and, and also that's going to help you in an audition setting because very often you've got somebody who's <laughs> going to give direction via line reading. And right. if you can just copy, like, that's where the musician co- always comes in very, very helpful. It's like, oh, you say it like that. I'm going to say it exactly back to you, exactly yes. how you did it. I love line reads. It's so much easier. I'm just like, why don't you just read it for me? This way we can, you know, connect because they sometimes can't convey what it is they're looking for. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, great advice. Wonderful. Thanks for joining me. As, as as always, great to see you. It is great to see you. It is my pleasure to join. And I'm just I'm just really excited. Great. I feel like really good stuff has been happening. It's been positive. My sessions have been very encouraging to both the students and myself. So um, I'm just excited to see what comes through the door always. This is something interesting because next week, we are in the first week of April right now. Next week, we are doing a specialty type of workout. It's accessing authentic emotion. So it's like mastering the PSA read. Um, It's on the 12th. And so far, we have a couple of people that have booked, and it's men. It's all men. I love it. And I'm like, that's awesome. So, ladies, please sign up as well. Not saying that. I'm just kind of yeah, shocked. Yeah, no, I honestly. think that's great. I love that. And I think this is going to be a fantastic workout because it's not something that we're often diving into with a with a specific focus. And it's super important. Right. And, and it's challenging to do and to truly connect with. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're offering that as well. The, the second workout we have is the 26th, I think, of April. Um, and we're going to do standard commercial copy on that one. But um, join us for a workout. We love Seriously. meeting you Super online fun. in our small small group setting and learn something, have some laughs, and, and gain a lot of knowledge as well. Yeah, that's, Thank it's you, a great Alisa. forum. Thank you, Linda. Yay. And that wraps it up for another episode of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Don't forget, check out, we've got the Guru Fundamentals course now. It's one ninety nine. Um, and I'm also offering the 30-day access to the masterclass. I'm not sure how long I'm going to keep that part on. So you might want to take advantage of this now because it's a ton of information being given to you for $199. Um, so just head to our website, voiceover.guru. And you can also reach out to us. We're like totally accessible. You know, very accessible people. Yeah. You can email um, Alyssa at voiceover.guru, Linda at voiceover.guru, info at voiceover.guru. We will respond in kind. And that does it for today. Everyone have a great rest of your day. Have a great one, everybody. Thanks for listening to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. Real talk about the voiceover industry. Learn more about us and get coaching at voiceover.guru.